Hello, and welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are a faith-filled, family-focused church located in Lakeville, Minnesota. In a moment, you will hear a sermon from one of our pastors. We hope that you enjoy and grow closer to God through these messages. And now, for a message from our lead pastor, Derek Ross. It's a joy to be in the presence of the Lord this morning, experiencing his power, his goodness, and his grace. I uh, wish you could see what I'm seeing right now, and uh, I got to hear Sean's testimony in the first service as well, but uh, these are are moments where I'm humbled to be in his presence and uh, have the opportunity to be part of what he's doing. Today has uh, been titled Scoreboard Sunday. It was titled by Pastor Josh, and uh, he's only been here this year, but we're kind of just going with it. If Pastor Josh says it, we just go with it, and uh, till he steers us wrong, praise the Lord, we're just going to keep rolling with it, and uh, we're celebrating what God has been doing in our lives. The testimonies that we have experienced and uh, those kind of things. We're going to be baptizing a couple dozen people, I think 33 people this service, over 44 between first service and this one as well. And uh, they asked me to only preach for 15 minutes, so I committed to shoot for 20. And uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, thank you to Pastor Vicente, who's interpreting now for uh, in the Spanish for Celebration Espanol, and uh, we thank him for his leadership and pray for him as he's interpreting, and you know, the deaf interpreters as well, but they're kind of used to dealing with me. He gets that double blessing today of a 40-minute sermon and 20 minutes that I'm aiming for 15. <laughs> but uh, I want to talk to you about the power of testimony today. This is something that I shared a little bit on briefly in Kazakhstan on our trip there. So for those couple, you know, uh, Jeremy and Eddie here in this service, it, it won't be new to you, but it'll be new to everybody else. I want to share with you the Hebrew word for testimony. I don't want to teach it to you. Um, and the word is a duth. Can you say that with me? A duth. That's the Hebrew word. When the Bible, Old Testament was originally written, uh, the word testimony was a duth. And this is what it means. You see it there on your notes. God do it again with the same power and authority. We're not just saying it, you know, thank you for what he did once. We're saying God do it Again, it's not a trick question. It's on your note sheet. I said it out loud. You heard it. You've read it. It's there. God do it again with the same power and authority. Now, when I was uh, finishing this message last night, even sitting at my own kitchen table, I was thinking about all the testimonies of what God has done. And I was just getting fired up. And I was thinking about with the same power and authority, sitting at my own kitchen table last night, I went, a dude. And I just like put my fist in the air. My kid looked at me, Lincoln. He was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and uh, I was like, a lot. Do we have time to talk about it? You know, but no, I think it's just, there's something about that, that there is a forward action. There's a declarative motion even in our spirit. We may not realize it, but when somebody's sharing a duth, when they're sharing testimony, we're not just thankful for what has happened to them. We are declaring God do it again with the same power and authority. When you share your testimony, you're not just telling others what happened for you. You're in fact saying God do it Again, with the same power and authority as as we were listening to the testimonies earlier, those lined up, I hope you heard what they said, 
But I hope you heard the cry from heaven as well. God, do it again with the same power and authority. In a few minutes, I mean 18 or 19, when I'm done preaching and we see another testimony video from some people going to be baptized in water, what are we going to hear? Aduth, God, do it. Again, with the same power and authority. When you come to Wednesday night prayer gathering and you get to hear praise reports and testimonies of what God has been doing, we're hearing God do it again with the same power and authority. So this is scoreboard Sunday. We could celebrate, uh, you know, increase in attendance and giving those kind of things and, and trying to f- have people find seats. But, but this isn't a day to pat ourselves on the back for anything we have done but a day to celebrate and give God thanks and credit and glory and honor for what only he can do. And that is to change lives. You've heard in some testimonies already, God will use us to to speak life to our friend, to invite our neighbor. We get to be part of what he's doing, but make no mistake about it, friends. On this fifth Sunday, this scoreboard Sunday, we're talking about what only he can do, which is change hearts and lives. Amen. Amen. All right. If you have a Bible, you can turn to Psalm 78. And if you're able, let's stand together and we'll read the word together. Revelation 12, 11 says, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, right? That's a tooth. And that's what we're sharing today. So much of what God is doing. Psalm 78, Psalm 78, verses four to seven. The Bible says this, and this is what we're doing today. We're taking part in here this morning. We will not hide them from their descendants. We will tell the next generation. Now we're a church for every generation. So we're going to tell everybody. But in this context, the previous generations had already heard. They already knew. They knew about what God had done. And this declaration was saying, we're not going to keep it to ourselves. We're going to make sure that everybody else knows what God has done for me. Can I get a good amen? What are they going to tell them? Not about what we have done, not about our ideas, not about our plans, but the Bible says, tell them about the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. And that's what we're doing today. The scripture goes on to say, he decreed statutes for Jacob and established the law in Israel, which he commanded our ancestors to teach their children. Why? Here's the big, so what? So the next generation would know them, even the children yet to be born, and they in turn would tell their children that they would put their trust in God and would not forget his deeds, but would keep his command. Isn't that why we've come today? That we don't want what God has done to just stop with us. We want it in our children's lives, in our children's children's lives, and every generation until Jesus comes back for his church. We want them to know what God has done in our lives. Amen. All right, let's pray, and then we'll preach here today. Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to lift high that mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, give us ears to hear what you're saying. Help us all become more like Jesus today. We pray it in that name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. You may be seated. I love celebrating water baptisms. And uh, there's something special that happens when believers, friends, and families gather together and people proclaim their allegiance to Christ. People who said, I've been made new. I once was this way, but now I'm this way. I, I read a story on the internet 
which means it's probably not true, but it could be, <laughs> about a man who stumbled upon a water baptism service one Sunday afternoon down by the river. It was down south back in the day, and this guy walked right down into the water and stood next to the preacher. The minister turned and noticed the man and said, Mr., are you ready to find Jesus? And the man looked back and said, yes, preacher, I sure am. <laughs> and the minister dunked him under the water and pulled him right back up. Have you found Jesus? The preacher asked. No, I haven't, said the man. Then the preacher dunked him and held him under a bit longer, brought him back up and said, well, now, my brother, have you found Jesus? No, I still haven't, preacher. The preacher, in disgust, held the man under for at least 30 seconds this time, brought him up out of the water and said in a harsh tone, friend, are you sure you haven't found Jesus yet? The man wiped his eyes and gasping for breath, said to the preacher, no, nah, preacher, are you sure this is where he fell in? <sighs> Come on, I remind everybody, Jesus is not lost. We were, but thanks be to God, he found us. Can I get a good amen? We're celebrating today so many people that Jesus has found us. He has set us free. We've been delivered so that we can live for him forever. Amen? All right, let me give you just a couple, three things about the power of testimony. I want to talk about specifically your testimony here today. We see these things from the text, and I'll go quickly so that we can get to the baptisms and celebrating again. Number one, your testimony praises God. Some of you may not be sure about the power that's in your testimony. And when you share your testimony, you are praising God. Why is this important? Because it's he who did the mighty act in our life. We didn't save ourselves. We didn't set ourselves free. We didn't pull ourselves up by our bootstraps in a spiritual sense. No, therefore, it only makes sense that we open our mouth and tell other people and give God praise. Now, we've talked about the Hebrew words, different uh, seven of them, you know, Hebrew words for praise. Jeff Dio's traveled all over the country, not just teaching here, but all over the country. And we're on record as believing the whole uh, council of scripture. And so there's lots of different ways you can praise God. In scripture, you can sing songs, you can shout, you can lift hands. We're still looking for the one that says only sit there quietly, but you could do that in a moment. There's awe and reverence in a corporate setting, right? There's communal sacrifice. These are ways that we praise God. But did you know when you share your testimony, you are also praising God, right? This is true. Giving God praise is important. It's almost like a thank you to God, right, for what he has done for us. Can you imagine doing something awesome for your kids and not getting a thank you? Some of you are like, yep, happened today. <laughs> Didn't have to imagine very long for that one, Pastor. Okay. But you know, when that happens to you, it doesn't make you feel good, does it? It makes you feel taken advantage of or underappreciated. And I wonder how God feels when he does things for us, his children, and we don't even take time to testify. We don't even take time to give him thanks and praise. And when you share your testimony, you're reminding yourself and telling others. It's twofold. You remind yourself and you tell others that you can't do this on your own. That you're saying, uh, you know what? I came to the end of myself and that's where I met him. He came and he did what I could not do. I can't do this without God. I'm not self-made, I'm not self-sufficient, but I need the help of Almighty God and thanks be to him for he is active on our behalf, amen? Your testimony does not have to be set into a microphone for it to be powerfully heard. 
Now, in a room of this size, if it's not in a microphone, it'd be harder for other people to hear. But let me just say this, friends. Your testimony holds power, whether it's on a stage, a platform, or just at a coffee shop or in your living room. Your testimony has power, and it will be powerful when it is heard. Your testimony doesn't have to be said in a microphone, but it does need to be said. And when you do, it will give praise to God. And friends, never forget, somebody needs to hear your testimony. There is without a doubt somebody waiting to hear what God has done in your life in order to help them believe it can and will happen in their life. That's a do. God do it again in the same power and authority. Number two, another powerful part about your testimony is that it declares victory. I love this. This is what we're doing today, friends, as we share testimony and every day we do, we are declaring victory. Victory. We can read in ancient times and in scripture that clapping was significant as it signaled the authority of the king. In ancient times, right, they would clap as the king arrived, as he would enter into the town. What were they saying? The, the, the powerful one, the authoritative one has arrived. And clapping would also signify chasing away the darkness, right? It declares dominion that is under the authority of the king. This is what also happens when we share our testimony, our aduth. What we're saying is God do it again with the same power and authority. Wherever we share our testimony, we're pronouncing to the enemy or to anyone who's listening, this is under the dominion, the reign, the authority of King Jesus. I'm not living the way I once was. This is here. So today, when we share testimony, we're saying, God, do it again with the same power and authority. What are we doing? We're declaring victory and freedom from addiction and from fear and from anxiety and trauma and abuse and neglect and every other hurt and hang up that originated from the pit of hell. We're declaring victory. Why? John the Revelator said in Revelation 12 and 11, we overcome by the blood of the lamb. It's the work of Jesus. And through the word of our testimony, through the word of our aduth, we're saying, God, do it again with the same power and authority. Sharing your testimony is a powerful way to remind yourself that sin doesn't have dominion over you anymore. You are not your old addiction. You are not your old way of living. And no matter the lies of the enemy that are whispered in your ear, when you give testimony of what God has done in your life, you are quite literally declaring victory because of what Jesus has done for you. That's a dude. God do it again with the same power and authority. Remember the words of that song, I'm no longer a slave to fear. (laughs) I am a child of God. You can fill in the blanks. I'm no longer fill in that blank. Why? Because I am a child of God. Whatever used to hold you back, whatever used to have power in your life, come on, if you've been born again, if you've been set free and delivered from the powers of darkness, you are now a child of God walking in the light and your testimony declares victory that Jesus paid for and you get to walk in. Hey dude, God do it. Again, with the same power and authority. You know, in the news, there's lots of bad news. There's sad news. There's mad news. There's even fake news. There's a lot of tragic things that we hear about in the news. 
And unfortunately, there's lots of negative press about the next generations. But one of the things that I love that's happening right here at Celebration, as you see in testimonies and baptisms, is that God is doing great things in the next generations. And every time we take time to share what God is doing in students' and kids' lives, we are declaring victory. We're serving notice on the devil that he won't win with our kids. Make no mistake, friends, there are agendas and ideologies, plans from the pit of hell that have evil intentions for our kids. But we are opening our mouths today and we are celebrating what God is doing here on Scoreboard Sunday and we are declaring victory in generations that the enemy thought he could steal. We're declaring victory in Jesus' name. Did you notice a repeated theme in so many of those testimonies from that next generation? So much depression and and suicidal thoughts. But God, rich in mercy, he came, sent his son Jesus to give us life and life to the full. It's not going to win with our kids. We're declaring victory today. And whenever you tell somebody what God has helped you overcome... You're taking power away from that previous sinful lifestyle. Come on, the devil thrives in the dark shadows. He he thrives in the silence and, and in the whispers. But when we give testimony, what we're doing is we're shining light in all the dark places and spaces. And we're welcoming the Holy Spirit into every fiber of our being when we give testimony and declare victory because Jesus has already won the war. So this is our moment, friends. This is, don't let another day go by and don't miss another chance to testify and declare victory in every area of your life and mine. Number three, this is the quickest message I've ever preached, but we got 33 people that we're gonna celebrate with baptisms and a few more testimonies still to go. So it's just amazing what God is doing. In fact, if you are getting baptized, this is a good time for you to dismiss yourself and uh, just head that way. There's a lot, so don't think everybody's just leaving church. All right, it's awesome. So uh, they're gonna be heading out that way. I don't know if you didn't, didn't sign up but wanted to be. They could probably talk to you as well, but head wherever it is they said you're heading. And uh, in a few minutes, we're gonna celebrate with them. We're gonna clap, we're gonna cheer and uh, celebrate like it was our son, like it was our daughter, like it was our dad, it was our mom, our aunt, our uncle, our neighbor, our coworker. Because every time we share testimony, we're saying, God, do it again in the same power and authority. Here's the third thing that happens when you share your testimony is that your testimony inspires action. It inspires action. So notice the first thing it does is it praises God. That's important. First and foremost, it's about what God has done for us and us giving him praise for what he has done. But the second thing was, is it declared victory. We're serving notice on the enemy. We're informing others around us that this is a place that is now under the dominion, under the rule, under the authority of King Jesus. But the third thing is it does is it changes us and those around us to go out and make a difference that it inspires action, right? When, when, when other people hear what God has done in your life, I'm telling you, they will be filled with hope and inspired to go out and make a difference in the world as well. This happens every time I hear what God is doing in your life. And, and when you hear what God is doing in other people's lives, right? We're inspired to go pray for somebody else, to witness to somebody we know, to share the love of God in tangible ways because testimony inspires action in everyone around us. Whenever we hear testimony that someone gave their life to Christ, 
I, I know that you, just like me, we're inspired to go share his love with somebody else. We're like, God did it for them. Therefore, God do it again with the same power and authority. If he saved me, he can save my neighbor. If he saved them, he can save my coworker. This is what we believe when we share testimony. We're inspired to act because we're saying not just, oh, golf clap, that what God did for them. We're saying, force we God do it. Again, with the same power and authority. When we hear that someone's been delivered, we can't just go back home and sit on our hands and do nothing. We want to help more people experience that freedom as well. When we hear that someone has been physically healed, come on, it makes us want to stop by the back, grab some extra bottles of anointing oil and just find out, let me find somebody that needs the power of God because I believe God will do it again with the same power and authority. Why? Because every testimony inspires more action for the glory of God. We're going to celebrate with more testimonies and more water baptisms. But I hope it's more than just cheering at church this morning. I hope it's more than just spiritual goosebumps and all. That was was nice and take a cute picture and and go back to the way we were living. I hope that we're inspired today to go and make a difference in the world in which God has placed us in our schools and in our places of work or in our neighborhood at the grocery store, the gas station, wherever it is. I pray that what we hear today inspires us to make the most of the moments God is giving us. We know the days are evil and this world needs a church that will tell, of, tell them of what God has done in their lives. And he's positioned each of us uniquely in a place to tell those that he's given us relationship with about the good things that he has done. So it's more than just cheering in a church service, but we're gonna cheer. <laughs> In a minute, we're going to have another testimony video. And when that's over, the kids will be coming in. And, and I'm going to encourage you to just stand up. We're going to clap. We're going to cheer. We're going to celebrate. If, if you want to get closer and take pictures or videos, it's all good. This is, this is what we're celebrating today. But it's more than just cheering in church. It's about taking what we receive in this place and letting it change the way we go back into the world when we leave this place. So I hope we leave differently. I hope we leave more inspired to go and make a difference in the world by the grace of God all around the world. Amen. You know, you might not know you have a story or a testimony. Maybe you don't know that your story can be written, but there is still time to make a change. And there too will be great power in your testimony of a changed life in Jesus. For most of us in the room, we're free. We're forgiven and we're forever grateful for all God has done. But before we go to this video and continue the service, I just wanna pause and ask you to bow your head and close your eyes. I just can't leave this moment without giving you opportunity. If you're here, you're invited by a friend or family member. Maybe you've been coming a long time, whatever situation you find yourself in. But if you're here today, you feel far from God. You recognize, you say, pastor, there's sin in my life. I'm not right with God, but I wanna be. I wanna have a great testimony. I want God to do it in my life as I've heard that he's done it in others' lives in every generation. Today, pastor, if you're gonna pray, would you pray for me? I need God to come and forgive me of my sin. I need Jesus to save me from my own way because his way is better. If that's you in a moment, I'm gonna count to three and ask you to lift your hand with boldness and I'll recognize it and you can put it down and we're going to pray together and the Bible says Jesus is going to come into your life. He's going to make you a new creation. You're going to be transformed from the inside out. 
You'll be forgiven of your sin and you can be confident that you'll spend eternity with him. You'll have a testimony today on October 29th, 2023. You'll recall it just like Morgan remembers May the 10th. You'll remember this day as the moment you were set free from the bondages of sin. And if that's you in a moment, when I count to three, I just want you to lift your hand. We're gonna pray and continue this service celebrating, but we wanna celebrate with you too in this moment to be forgiven. If you're not right with God, but you need to be, you want to be, this is your moment. When I count to three, you lift your hand. One, two, three. Come on, if that's you, lift your hand. Sure, sure. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, this is your moment. This is your chance, this is your day. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, sir, sir. Sure, hands all over. I'm gonna ask everybody, whether you lifted your hand or not, I'm just gonna ask everybody here, in the room, watching at home, let's just pray together. What a great moment to welcome people into the family of God. So let's just do this as one big family. Let's all pray out loud together. Let's say, dear Jesus, here's my life. I give it to you. Thank you for dying for me and for paying the price that I could not pay. Today, I receive your forgiveness. Today, I receive your life. And today, I receive the plans you have for me. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Come on, amen. Amen. Can we celebrate here this morning what God is doing? What God is doing? We're talking about a dooth. God do it again in the same power and authority. We've got another video uh, of a family being baptized today and the kids are gonna come in. When the video's over, I'm just gonna encourage you, stand if you're able, let's celebrate. And we're gonna be baptizing 33 people. Turn your attention to the screen today. We hope that you learned something from this message and are able to apply it to your life. If you gave your life to Jesus for the first time or the 10th time, reach out to us on Facebook or email us at info at celebrationchurch.net. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next week.